And we are back with another Third Life Crisis podcast episode for you all. We are ready to get started here and we are glad you've joined us today. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we are three friends discussing our journeys from our 20s to our third life crisis. So join us on this wild adventure. My name is John Michael and I have Cassie and Austin here. Good day, guys. Hello. Hey. Today is Tuesday, May 14th. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some car trouble that Austin and Cassie had to go through. I have some exciting news to share with everyone regarding Jessica and I's future, and we have a movie review from Austin a little later. But before we get into that, make sure you're taking the time to locate and follow us on social media. Just search at 3RD Life Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've been a little lackluster in the social media space. Looking at you, Cassie. Who? <laughs> but we're I'm gonna not be, in charge of social media. We're going to be making a comeback in that How department that so make sure fault? you're following i'm sorry can we just clear the air real quick? <laughs> don't call it a comeback don't call it a comeback <laughs> we'll just talk about that off off air off air don't worry about it oh all righty all righty so we took another week off per are you we, we had to get <laughs> the mind right you know don't you feel refreshed though like i'm so excited to record today you know what? we're gonna go to a monthly podcast <laughs> no just kidding um last week jess and i were extremely busy we're gonna get into that in a little while um uh, Cassie's school schedule, obviously, is always in play. Oh, so it is my fault. <laughs> Mostly in play. But yeah, I guess we can start here. You know, I want to... St- this isn't on the docket, and I didn't write this in, but I, I thought about it right now before we started. The last time we talked, one of the things we talked about was how Cassie... Her 14 pounds. Bitch. All right. <laughs> let's get into that. I just wonder, how, how's that going? It's been, it's been two weeks. You know, that's two weeks John, of, e- of eating right. John, I just ate three chocolate covered strawberries before we begin this podcast so let's just say it's going that way (laughs) austin austin made a comment that he i mean last week or last podcast rather that you bought a bunch of food and you know you i mean did y'all burn through that food already did y'all give up on that food wow okay so this is not (laughs) expected at all (laughs) that's what i like to do you know did not prepare an answer for this john i haven't been doing too well we did find the first week (laughs) Yesterday, we tried going back on diets, and I felt like I was going to die because I was so hungry because my stomach finished expanding back to its normal size. And, like, just all the meals we had over the weekend, it, it, let's just say it's, like, uh, not it's not going well. It's not going well, right? That's just the past two days. We, we did good the first it week. It is not the past two days. Well, I mean the weekend, including the weekend, sorry. Yeah, that's more than two days. That's like five days. What, what do you consider the weekend? <laughs> Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Tuesday. <laughs> every day, every day is a weekend. Okay, got it. Check. No, um, I'm just saying those are the days that we didn't eat very well. He refuses to eat the food I make for him. No, I, I mean, did yesterday. Is it good? I mean, it's vegetables, John. How do you feel about that? Mm, couldn't do it. <laughs> I ate it. I ate the food. I haven't gotten back on the scale, if that's what you're asking. I could do that tomorrow. And <laughs> As you say <laughs> and no. And get back to y'all. <laughs> As you shake your head no. No, I was just curious. Uh, that's something that we had mentioned. I just want to l- make sure that, you know, people listening that's, know that you didn't give great. up. Yeah, that's great, John. You just go ahead and cut all of that out. <laughs> and we'll just start fresh. Um, <laughs> so then the car situation. What, what What's going on with y'all's car? What happened? 
First it was the fence, and then it was Vinny escaping three times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's a car. Yeah, so we were supposed to go camping with my mom um, and my brothers and sisters for Mother's Day this past weekend. Uh, but we desperately needed an oil change because we were pushing well over what our limit was supposed to be. And so Austin got out of work early, um, took the car in, and he calls me and he's like, hey, I don't, I don't even know what the problem was. Babe, do you want to jump in on that problem? Oh, I mean, I don't know specifics either. There was something in be- that sits in between the transmission and engine that was cracked. And was leaking. And so they basically said, if you don't fix this now, it's going to be a huge problem. If something does. It'll mess up your transmission. If something does go wrong. And so we were like, well, we're going to use the car to go down. Whose phone is on? Sorry, go ahead. In the middle of my story. I'm just (laughs) kidding. Um, When we were supposed to go down and I was like, dang. Well, and I was kind of mad because I was really looking forward to it. I was pissed. I was like, well, then we're just going to take your truck. I don't know how many miles left that truck has, uh, but I didn't think it would make it back down that way or that many miles. And he was like, well, they can get us a rental car. I was like, okay, cool. Um, They're like, it'll be done Saturday. Well, we were only going to go for the weekend. So we were going to go early Saturday, spend the day. Um, the night and then head back up Sunday. So it's going to be a really quick trip in and out. And um, they're like, well, we can't finish it till mid Saturday. And I'm like, well, what's the point of going if they can't finish it that long? Long story short, we kept the rental car till Monday and we didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just another third life crisis expense. Luckily, we had gotten the whatever type of warranty we got on the car. And so it covered it because it would have been like over a thousand dollars to fix. Um, so everything was covered under the warranty. But it's just one of those things where it's like, if it's not one thing, it's the other. If it's not the freaking dryer, it's the fence. If it's not the dog, it's the car. It's like I don't understand where all these problems stem from. I don't remember having this many problems when we lived in a damn apartment. <laughs> it's not always the house. It's just I don't know other things in life you know that's funny because not funny i guess but Vinny never escaped from the apartment huh well we always took him out on a leash so but even when we got off the leash like didn't that happen a few times no he no, would never run once? up to people oh, okay he would, he would run up to people and then they would just hold him for us yeah i mean i think Vinny. We, i mean we walked Vinny around that apartment every day twice a day so he knew his territory there um, it was gated. I never, I didn't think he'd get too far. Right. We just had to worry about the owls and turkeys that were lurking around. And those chickens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those and the rat The wild chickens. <laughs> there was no rat So what did you rent? Was it another Sentra, you said? Yeah, it was another Nissan Sentra. I think just a newer edition. Um, was it noticeably newer, features-wise? It had a, a touchscreen, a rear-view camera. Um, but it, it did have, it did have, a it did have features, or I'm sorry, it also did not have features that our car currently has, which was kind of like regressive. Like why doesn't, why doesn't the visor extend all the way out? Oh, okay. That's weird. Um, so just certain like small things, but it was fine. I mean, same car. I didn't enjoy 
texting you and getting a text back saying you were driving and you couldn't text me back. Yeah, you like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was garbage. That's well, imp- I, have a, I have important things to text you, you know? You well, did not. It I was just them. it was just weird because <laughs> it would it would tell me you text and I could hear what you said and I could respond if I wanted to, but if I didn't respond fast enough, it would just automatically send that reply. Stupid. And so yeah, that's why you're getting that. But look, like Cassie said, luckily we got the extended warranty back when we did, however many years ago, because um, we didn't have to pay fourteen hundred dollars. So this is a car that you guys want to keep. This is a car you guys want to pay off and have around. Yeah. I don't know about all that. It's a working vehicle. That <laughs> oh, Kathy, well, I I know. Not, like, married to it, but you know. You don't want to keep it. Yeah, but it's you know. If we don't, it's okay. I mean, it's almost paid off. I feel like we have to at this point. Well, that's what he's saying. Like, you invested too much time and money in it. But that's what he's saying. Yes, John, we'd like to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have recently just talked about this because we're going to finish paying it off next year. And we, we're discussing we're going to get a new vehicle. Um, but basically, our garage well, only fits... those payments over again. <laughs> well, that. And our garage only fits two vehicles. So my old truck ends up being the one on the outside. <laughs> you need to get rid of it, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so... I might have to get a little little carport for it. What would you guys even want as a second vehicle? Cassie wants a truck. I would like a truck or an SUV or just something bigger. Badder, bigger. I mean, the reason we so we chose the Sentra. I mean, when we we're looking at cars, I did had a bunch of spreadsheets to figure out price, fuel, size, storage, all that stuff, uh, reliability, customer service, everything. And um, we chose the Sentra for several reasons, but one, it was good on gas mileage, and it had a lot of legroom in the back as well as in the trunk space. So those were kind of the three main reasons why we chose the Sentra. Um, but now that we have a vehicle like that going forward, and hopefully the car will last us another four years, five years, um, it just makes more sense to have a larger vehicle to get stuff around, move stuff around, uh, so that's why we're leaning more towards a larger vehicle. Jess and I were talking about potentially getting an, an, a new vehicle because uh, she's about to pay off her Camaro probably this month. Um, and we thought it'd be nice to have a bigger, another bigger vehicle for the baby that's on the way. Sure, sure. <clears throat> but I think that's been placed on hold because of the news I was going to share with everybody. We... Our house shopping, and, or we have been house shopping, and we, what do you want to call it? We're at the stage now where we signed a contract and they accepted our offer, so we're kind of in the closing stages, I guess. I have no idea what, what part of this is. But, in the uh, end game now. Yeah, in the end game now. It was very quick. Like, from the last podcast till now, the last podcast we weren't looking, I don't think. No, we weren't looking yet. But in the past two weeks, we were looking the past week rather Sunday to a Thursday we were seeing three to four homes an evening and yeah that's a lot that's a lot of homes so you found the one eh yeah uh I think we found the one uh we're there's we're still going through a bunch of different uh inspection things like that um waiting for the underwriting and stuff to come back uh the stuff that you guys went through obviously that 
you guys talked extensively about, so I'm not going to touch on any of that. But my thoughts, it's very, very exhausting to think about every day. Yeah, I think we had mentioned it. It's something like, I mean, everybody who's in it knows what they're doing. You know, your realtor, your bank, the inspection people. I mean, everybody knows their job. Ours were really good at it, so it went by very quickly. Um, but it really is a whirlwind because you don't understand what anything that they're saying, what they're explaining to you, why, how, why stuff costs this much, why it takes this long. I mean, uh, the whole process is just, it's like a foreign language. You just have no idea what's going on. Then you magically have a house, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I tell myself I don't want to go through this again, but I've changed my stance and my view on a starter home versus a forever home. I I mean, a forever home versus, yes, the starter home versus forever home. I know we talked about this on a podcast and I was firmly into the idea of having a forever home. Right. Versus a starter home, you you sell it in a couple years and you trade up or whatever. But I, I don't know how to say this. Positionally in our lives, if that's even a word, positionally, where we are in our lives right now and what we could have afforded, what we could afford, I feel like it wasn't something that like is going to be right for us in 10 years, you know? Sure. The living space. So I, I can honestly, truthfully say I am okay trading up in a few years, in a, in the future. Right. Yeah. And our, our bank person told us, what is the average? Like seven years? Six years. I think it was six years. The average people stay in their home. It's not very long. Um, I was seeing that, like all the properties we were seeing, you could see the last time it was sold, and in the past, you know, the just the history of the property, and some of it was sold every two years, some of it was sold every four or five years, you know, things like that. Some of them yeah. were built pretty recently and sold within a year or two of them, just you know, a brand new house. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's all it all depends on what's you know what's going to fit your family. Yeah. Right now, this might fit your family, and you know, in five years, when your baby's close to starting school, maybe you need something bigger. Yeah, and, and I think that's where my mindset is now. I don't. I'm not looking forward to the process again, and that'd be a right. different process. Obviously, the seller's process. You know, it seems like they're the one. Like they're probably going through their own headaches and whatnot. But yeah, so. Long story short, Jess and I have uh, located a property, and we've we're in the process of hopefully closing by the end of the month, and we'll go from there. It wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, but it's just it's just been tedious. Tedious is the right word. Extremely tedious. Just things have to be perfect. You know, you need the right documents. I mean, you again, you guys been through this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just it just picking out a house out of the I'm sure hundreds of thousands of houses that are on sale and your city trying to find the right one the right location the right size the right price side of town i mean it's again like i said a whirlwind it's it's difficult the most frustrating thing was finding a property and and austin told me you 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 guys went to this uh, finding a property that you know is a winner and you can't compete with the bidding or you can't compete with someone who has a a little probably a little bit more leeway than you you know right and yeah. it was it, that that sucked because you have no control over that. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I didn't know it was going to be like that. And it was the same thing like with this house. I mean, I know we mentioned him when, on the podcast we were going through it last October. 
when we found this house, we came in over asking just because we wanted to get the house. And it ended up working out where we ended up paying what they were asking so we didn't go over and all this stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like in that situation, I'm sure there was someone else who did not want to go over the asking or weren't approved to, for to you know to go over. But yet we were, so we did. And we got the house, right? And I think it was a similar situation, right? The amount of time it was on the market? Yeah, yeah. That's another thing I was noticing. Like other properties we saw that were on the market for 10, 20, one for 40 days. It's on the market that long because there's it's for a reason. Yeah. There was two or three that we wanted and we considered putting a, an offer in. And either we couldn't compete or there was already an offer that they accepted and just wasn't updated on the website that, yeah. that we're looking at. Yeah. And those houses were on the market for one to four days tops, you know. Um, and I think we got lucky with ours because it was on the market that, that one day. And we were the last ones to see it. And they accepted our offer that night as we were walking out of the house. So, I mean, again, that was all verbal, right? No contract at the time. They could have screwed us and went somewhere else that was more a sweeter, you know, price or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, I feel lucky that we are at this point. Again, nothing solid yet. We're still in this little option period uh, that ends on Friday. But we went through the inspection. Uh, there's a little bit of cosmetic things here and there. We're going to throw it in and see what they want to do with it. You know, it's nothing crazy. It's so close, but it feels so far. Nothing's final until you sign. Yeah, I don't want to go back. I'd hate to go back and start just looking again, like for something to fall through. If there was something wrong with the house, I can understand, but nothing seemed wrong when we were there with the inspector and everything. Uh, I would hate to like just retract, you know, and just go backwards. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, aside from that, I'm excited to be a homeowner. You know, hopefully everything goes well. I don't want to jinx it or anything, but looking forward, you know, in two months, hopefully everything will be set and good and I'll be in that house with Jess. So the next headache, you know, once everything goes through is moving in. Like how much shit do y'all have? Cause we had so much <laughs> stuff. It was ridiculous. We don't have a lot of stuff cause I've mentioned this before, but Jess moved in with me, uh, when we got right before we got married and she didn't bring a lot of stuff. I didn't have a lot of stuff. We have a bed, a dresser, a dining room table, and that's it. And there's clothes, obviously, and things, little things to fill up the closets and stuff and bathroom stuff. But furniture-wise, that's it. We have to get a couch. We have to get a dryer and washer. We have to get a fridge. Uh, that, I mean, that, I, I can't think of anything else at the moment that's, like, a necessity. And we don't even need like couches. Plates. I'll sit on the floor. You know, I don't care. You're not going to sit on the floor. What about, like, plates and pots and pans? Yeah. So, for my apartment, uh, before I came back here and just moved in with me, I have a bunch of stuff boxed away that we can – it's a good – It'll get us through, obviously. Um, it's not no three hundred, four hundred dollar pans that she was looking at one time after we got married. That was crazy. Mm. Can you imagine the food being cooked on there? Oh no, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> A piece of chicken? I don't know. <laughs> For the gods. I'm excited to have like an an actual office p- potentially. We'll make one of the rooms an office. I'll have my TV and Xbox in there, away from. The living room and I don't know, there's just a lot of things that are going through my mind of what I want it to be, you know, because I've never really been able to do that. I mean, again, you guys have, went, have been there. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't decorated. This place is pretty bare. Um, 
it's just hard because you see stuff in the store and you're like, is that going to look good? Is it too big, too small? But, you know, decorating's fun. It does cost money. Uh, we just need to slowly start putting stuff up. Pictures. I love pictures and there's not a single picture of anything in this house. We have pictures too. And I asked her, I was like, are we going to put pictures of ourselves all over the house? And she was like, I don't know. I, like, I don't I don't know if, we're gonna, if I'm into that. Maybe like our wedding picture somewhere, but that's it. You know? But I don't know. I kind of like the min- the minimalistic. Uh, Clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like the the less clutter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That that look. What do you call it? That uh, feng shui. Is that a word? Shui. Feng shui. <laughs> anyway. Sleek. Feng shui. Feng shui. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, very exciting. <clears throat> And y'all have to decorate a nursery. That's even more exciting. Hey, yeah. let's calm down. Calm down. <laughs> She'll be lucky if she has a a crib. There's no we don't have a crib right now. Whatever. We're not gonna get her everything she needs. There's no a carpet in the entire house, which is crazy. I've never I mean, been a part we, of that. We we made sure there was no carpet. I mean, we do have a couple of rooms that have carpet mm-hmm. and bedrooms, but it was just too much maintenance for for me to keep up and then with dogs and they get dirty and vacuuming i feel like i could vacuum a hundred times in the apartment and it would not pick up everything um so i do have to sweep often but it's better than it being stuck in a carpet yeah i'm excited to have just the outside to hopefully just make my own i've told you i like make the yard look nice and whatnot it's not a big front yard that's something that i have to get used to like it's I will say this. It's pretty much non-existent, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll probably take two minutes to mow the front yard. But the backyard definitely can be a place that's nice. Again, it's just hard because it's like you have to pour money into it for maintenance. And Do you have a lawnmower? Way to buy a lawnmower. I do. Austin has to go out and <laughs> cut it. And it's big enough to where he can't cut it all in one day. Yeah. Well, I guess you guys came from an apartment, right? So for a while, for a long while. Yeah. So that wasn't part of y'all's routine. But here, I mean, growing up in the summer, this yard has to be mowed every two weeks, which I'm sure I, it's probably that over there, too. Mm-hmm. That's just part of, I don't know. I used to hate it growing up, but I appreciate it now. Like, I feel like I take pride in it. I yeah, that's fun. it grows that fast. And, you know, listen to Shake Your Tail Feather. Of yes, course. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun, like Cassie said. We need to still decorate. We, there's still a lot of things I want to do. I like the way the house is, but going back to what you're saying about being it like a forever home or a starter home, uh, I feel like this house. I don't know, probably somewhere in between, maybe closer to starter home. But I think with the, and Cassie and I have talked about this, with the size of the house and the size of the yard we have, um, I have ideas. I know Cassie did too. Of like how we can add an extra room, how we can move stuff around. Uh, granted, I have no idea if that's gonna work. If what's a load bearing wall or any of that shit, mm-hmm. but I how mean, much that costs. yeah, and how much that costs. But is it worth putting in the ten grand to build an extra room and make this more into a forever home, or is it is that too much hassle? And we should just in a couple of years sell it, move into a bigger house. I still have my uh, dream to put the pool in the backyard. Oh, you want a pool? I didn't know that. Yeah, Why? I mean the the you backyard's big enough. Money. 
the backyard is big enough, and we live in Texas. We could use it ten months out of the year. Dang, that'd be nice to go visit visit y'all, and there'd be a, a pool. Cash, let them do we, it. Just let them do it. And and that's less grass I have to cut. It's more maintenance, though. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if you enjoy it, right? I mean. I didn't know you were rich, babe. This is news to me. You have pool money? Call me Big Fish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, you rich, rich. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, little things like that where it's going to cost. Yeah, it's worth to make that investment. It's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars for us to pay to get a room, to get get a fourth room attached to our house to, again, eventually maybe get a pool. But is that worth it if we want to stay in the neighborhood? We really like our neighbors. We like the location. Or is it not? Is it worth it just to say, nope. Let's put in as much as we can into this house, and after a few years, sell it and move to a different house, a bigger house or whatever. Dude, I just thought about it. So I'm over here. I mean, you guys, again, went through it. It's tedious, the the home buying process, finding a home, all the paperwork, the lengthiness of it, everything. In my mind, it's very, very exhausting. And I'm sure a lot of people could agree. Imagine being in the position you're thinking of. You want to sell, but you also want to buy. That sounds even more freaking exhausting right because you you don't want to double up on payments right like you don't want to have your house trying to sell it while you're already paying on a mortgage on another oh house right God. yeah i just i just at thought le- about that that doesn't sound and we, we had something we had something similar i mean not exactly the same where oh with your apartment. we had to be out of, yeah we had to be out of the apartment because we didn't want to have to pay for the apartment rent and then a mortgage also yeah but that's a problem for future me i mean mm-hmm seven years now eight years down the road right and again i mean you get a good realtor get all that stuff like you know and hopefully everything you put into the house increases the value neighborhood starts coming up all that stuff just helps in getting it moved yeah um yeah i mean there's always going to be another 30 year old couple looking to buy the house this is true this is true you just got to take care of it um this house i think was taken care of it was, I think they were renting it out because there was somewhere it's on one of the pieces of paper that I've read up to, to this point that said they were not occupying the house. So I think they were renting it out or something and they redid everything. They repainted everything, all the walls. I think they repainted the exterior of the house. They put new flooring everywhere. Uh, I mean, it looks nice for the price that, like for other things we were seeing in our price range that look kind of bland and it just wasn't appealing and I felt like we were going to settle. Yeah. I like this this is like this feels upgraded. This feels like this feels homey is what we were looking for. Other houses look like plain old apartments, dude. I feel like just white everything. Yeah, well, and you don't to want to inter- fix her upper at this point, yeah. you know. To interrupt you there. I I know we said it in the podcast when we were searching for the house, but there was like one one house I remember distinctly. I'm sure there was others where the square footage was less than our apartment. <laughs> and so it was like I don't want to go from an apartment to a house that's smaller than my apartment. Yeah. Granted, I mean that doesn't include the yard and all that stuff, but the actual physical interior was smaller than our apartment. So I knew we wanted. To, I mean, we knew we wanted a bigger house. We wanted the three bedroom, two baths, all that stuff. But when I think of those other houses, like those, I think of like true starter homes because it was smaller than our apartment. Yeah, that's a little insane. Yeah, and you don't want to fix her up or with the baby on the way, you know, especially if you don't have any previous experience fixing up houses, you know, even though you are 
capable, I'm sure capable of fixing stuff up, you know, time-wise, money. I wouldn't want anything to get effed up, you know, if you don't do it properly. So we almost, like, thank God the forces that exist beyond intervened. We we were ready to put an offer in on a house that was way less than what we were approved for. And um, it was a nice two-story house. However, it was a foreclosed. No, it was yeah, it was a. I guess it was a foreclosed home. So there was some items that needed to be repaired. All over the house, nothing crazy. Uh, you know, fresh painted probably looks brand new, and you wouldn't know like the windows need to be replaced or something. Um, but Jess really, really liked it, and I really liked it because she really liked it, and we saw it. We went the next day to look at it with her dad, uh, Jessica's dad, because he's the handyman. And we wanted to know if it was worth it or not. And if, you know, basically he'd be able to help us versus hiring contractors. Anyway, uh, he's, you know, he was like, if this is what y'all want, he wasn't too into it, I don't think. But for the price, you know, we we were like, okay. So we told our realtor, let's put an offer in. And the very next day she was like, she the very next day she said, uh, they already they already accepted another offer the night before the night that her dad went and man it was that was one of the times we were just crushed um like we saw what it could have been type of thing i'm sure again other people have been through the same experience but then i started again just like you guys i'm new to this process i've never bought a house i don't know how a home loan works mortgages things like that i thought we're approved. Let's let's just say this is not accurate at all. Let's say you're approved for three hundred thousand, and the house is one hundred and fifty thousand. I thought you have the option of getting the full three hundred and just taking it for home repairs. And so in our mind, that was kind of the scenario. Again, it wasn't nearly that much, but in our mind, we we're like, okay, we have this extra money that we're approved for. The difference, we'll put that into the house. And that was the mindset we had when we said let's put an offer in, and. Obviously, whatever happened, happened. I went and talked to the mortgage rep to, to to drop off some papers that was unrelated for the underwriting. And I told her what had happened. And I asked her that question. And she was like, no. She's like, we would just lower your loan amount. Right. And at that moment, I was like, Jesus Christ, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, because the bank, the bank is – they're getting – they're putting this money up front because they know – I mean, because that's what the house is worth. They don't have any faith in you to – go in like <laughs> fix up the house for yourself like right. there's no why would they give you money for that you know what i mean well, and if something falls through they own the house right if something falls through and they gave you an extra hundred and fifty thousand dollars more well then that's just a gone <laughs> you know they're not gonna they're not gonna be like cross their fingers they put it all back into the house but even then like giving say in that scenario they were going to give you double like geez what did you do to this house to make it double what it's worth you know yeah yeah I understand it was for it for a closure, but yeah, like the bank wouldn't. That's not in their best interest. To, Again, I'm just happy it didn't happen because yeah, that would have been a scenario yeah. where we're paying for things out of pocket or having to apply for another loan. She was saying she, the the lender was like, in that case, you would apply for a construction loan, and you know the bank will front you whatever, and but you got to put it into the house. And I'm sure there's probably some sort of requirements as far as the value. I don't know. It would just been more of a headache, and I'm glad that fell through and I'm glad someone else that's someone else's problem who could afford it. And, you know, it just felt really, felt really lucky to not be put in that position. So yeah, we'll, we'll uh, keep everyone updated. I don't know how fast this is going to move, but uh, 
we've seen a con we've seen so many pieces of paper and somewhere one of the pieces of paper I saw there wasn't there was a closing date of May 31st oh yeah they can turn it around pretty quickly yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes I understand it's probably mostly on the banking side the underwriting and all the research they have to do but I feel like once we were at the inspection part though it moved really quickly after that because they did the underwriting as we were looking I believe yeah our, our lender and everyone they worked like in real time to our lender was talking to the realtor like in like every second to work in real time to get this done fast all the pieces of paper like i said document wise has been in conjunction with them both of them working together i think they know each other i don't know if that's against the law <laughs> they they like they refer no. work to each other um they help each other out like that so they're they're on a first name basis you know so which is good for us they have that relationship uh, the inspector. Everybody's, everybody's got to make money. The inspector <laughs> knew the realtor, so she recommended him. You know, he did a great job. I think he's real friendly. So every, you know, I'm glad. I do feel lucky too, in the same sense that we're not getting all these random people who, you know, who don't know what's happening. Right. But yeah, so May 31st is apparently the closing date. We'll see what happens. I'm not. A, that seems like too quick of a turnaround time. So I'll just I'll keep everyone posted. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So y'all excited to have your own place? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Jess, Jess is excited. She's already looking at baby room I- yes. ideas, like yeah, where to put stuff and whatnot. And nice. Uh, I'm happy that we're gonna have a place to put stuff that we're gonna get from the baby shower somewhere. Yeah. You know, in a in a room somewhere. Uh, yeah. So last week we uh. Speaking of baby, last week we had a baby appointment. Uh, we haven't had one in about a month, so we're kind of eager to see, you know, hear the heartbeat again and maybe a sonogram. I don't know. Or an ultra, is it ultrasound or sonogram? Same thing? I don't I've never been pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stick with sonogram. A sonogram, I think. Anyway. And we show up at the appointment, and Jessica's sister comes because she wants to just see what's happening and maybe hear the heartbeat. And we show up. Your home girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we show up, and Jess is like, "I'm here for an appointment." They're like, "The doctor's not taking any appointments today." And she's like, "What?" And she showed just ha- just got a text confirming it. And she shows her the text. She's like, "No, the doctor's at a different location," and she's and she doesn't take appointments this late in the day anyway. So we're like, "Well, someone made this damn appointment." So long story short, we had to make the appointment appointment for this Friday. So we had to wait a whole oh. another week. Oh. Which is just kind of killing us, but. Was that dumb receptionist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same issue with my dentist. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what is this weather or rain? Oh, real quick before we move off houses, if anyone out there at Third Life or knows how to install French gutters, please hit me up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you texted me about that, and I haven't Googled it yet. So you know what I'm gonna do right now? You know what I'm gonna do right now? Guess. I watched a few videos on it, about half an hour worth. And I was like, well, I'm an expert now. (laughs) 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 No, um, I think we have. I don't know. I a lot of the videos said that French gutters are something you can do yourself. Like there should be no reason to hire anyone. And I'm like, well, why can't we do this ourselves? But I'm like, oh, yeah, we have no skill in in house maintenance, you know. Well, and we would have to get stuff. I mean, either way. Right, right. But it would still, I would assume it would be cheaper than paying for the labor and the materials, but. 
I don't. You know. Well, yes. If I if I knew what I was doing, sure. But like, I mean, okay. So when we got the house, it was raining that week. We but we saw the house, but I guess it wasn't that bad of or that much of rain. But recently here in North Texas, we've had a ton of rain come down, mm-hmm. and I'm noticing where like the water is pooling around our house in certain areas. And so I want to get that fixed before summer gets here because we have West Nile up here and all that's good stuff. So I asked Cassie, maybe we should put in some French gutters in the areas where the water's pulling. And that's where we're at now where we want French gutters, but have no experience in, in installing them. I don't have a shovel. Step well, I mean, one. Uh, have you looked at installation costs? Like how much it would cost for that? No, I went on uh, uh, Home Advisor, and I typed in. You can like type in, and it'll auto fill what you're searching for. I typed in French gutters, and I didn't find anything. I was like, "Well, did you do it yourself?" I guess so. I, even I think, mean, I think we could have done the fence ourselves. How hard is it to mix cement and put a pole in there? So it goes underground. From the pictures, I'm barely looking at. Yeah. So you basically, when you're, when you're shoveling it, you're supposed to shovel it at an angle to where the water tilts down, and that's supposed to go into some type of gutter. I don't know where there's a gutter on our street. Um, you're supposed to put layers of like gravel, whatever the tube is, and cloth or whatever around it, and then more gravel on top, and then cover it back up with dirt. Um, and there's supposed to be a basin. So basically when the water starts coming in, it goes into that basin, down the tube, and out the gutter. Um, it, to me, it sounds like you're just digging basically a ditch, a hole. <laughs> and then you fill, fill it with the shit. And hopefully the water goes and tunnels that way. But everybody knows I can't rake. So I don't know how I would be with the shovel and dirt. That looks interesting. Uh, but I'm sure Austin could do it. I know you asked me about it and I had no idea what you're talking about, but literally just well, again, I understand the way Cassie described it. Like the steps, they sound, I understand it. It sounds easy. I understand what she's saying, but I would just want someone here to tell me like where to place it. Like if this whole area is being flooded, where is the best place? Just dead center and make it a little basin and then slowly slope it towards the, um, the street? I mean, I don't know. I would look yes. into, like, who would install it. So, I mean, because those, those are good points. I don't know anything about that. I'm like, sure the neighbors sh- could help. Should I build it closer to my house? Further away from my house? Again, right smack in the center where it's pooling? I, I mean, I don't know. How big does the basin need to be? You know. Well, there comes standard. You know. Oh, okay. You attach the basin to the tube. So you just need enough hole for as big the tube is. So our house, the, I'm not our house. I don't want to jinx it again. The house that we put an offer in for uh, doesn't have gutters. But but I feel like that's that's not a big deal because Jessica's dad's house doesn't have gutters. However, we're like on an incline or I guess a small hill, and mm-hmm. you can see on when we were doing the inspect or when I was there with the inspector rather. Uh, he was like, you need to probably add about eight to 10 inches of soil all the way around and, and regrade it because since since there's no gutters, the water's falling straight off. 
and it's eroding the, 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 the soil and the dirt or whatever's been eroding. So you can see like the base of the, the foundation almost. And he was all like, you know, you get gutters, that's not going to happen. Or it probably has a less chance of happening. So I think that's something we're going to invest in probably in the future. Well, I mean, that's basically what's happening here. The areas where it's happening are the areas where we don't have gutters. But I feel like with the gutters we have now at our house, I understand that's probably the purpose they were installed for. But another purpose is they're installed right in the walkway. So that if you're walking from the driveway up our walkway into our house, you're not going to get wet from the roof because that's where the gutters are. But everywhere else around the house, there's, there, you know, the gutters aren't there. And the water is pooling. I think it's just one of those things where it's like home ownership, you know, like <laughs> never ending. It's something else. Um, as of right now, I mean, we've only been living in here, what, seven months, give or take some Six. change. Cassie's, Six, o- Cassie's over it. No, I think it's still, I'm still, still leaning towards house versus renting. I freaking hated that apartment. Um, but it's just little things like you have to think about. Like, that was one of the things we considered. Like, do we just add soil? Do we plant something? But is it going to matter when the summer comes and, you know, we're in hell because it's so hot and there's no water? I get it. Something to think about. Um, I, I mean, you made me just think of the importance of putting gutters in general on the house that we're looking at. <laughs> so, yeah, well... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned on all these projects. Um, okay. Moving on. We have a net Netflix shows review. What is? What do we have here? Hmm. Cassie. So after finishing my one class. <laughs> yeah. For school, I was like. One class with a. Yes, I did get an A. Let's not. With A, A. It's not even a. It's not even a big deal. It's like whatever. But no, um, it was it was one of those things where I was like, man, I really do have a lot of free time, you know, and I felt like a bum not doing anything. And I was like, well, let's see what's on, you know, Netflix. Let's see what shows. I binge watched two shows. They're both only in season one, but I watched two shows over the weekend. because I literally had nothing else to do. So anyways, I was like, I'm bored. I need to do something. So I was like, well, let's see what's on Netflix. And I come across a show that keeps popping up on my like Facebook and Instagram called Dead to Me. Um, it's a Netflix show. It's with uh, Christina Applegate. Um, and someone else. Anyways, uh, I liked it. I thought it wasn't suppo- it's not supposed to be funny, but it's got its. It's got its moments. Um, should I? Am I doing like the whole summary? What are we, what are we doing here, guys? I don't review. This is the reason I don't review. You do whatever you want to do, Cass. What do you, What do you want to tell us about that show? Let's just answer that question. I think it's funny. I would definitely watch it. I was. It was getting into the wee hours of the night, and I was like, maybe I should get sleep. Um, type of watching it where you don't want to stop. Um. I think it has some really great acting in it. They, they're obviously up. What what happens in the show is this woman, uh, her husband dies. Uh, he's he's hit by a car, and 
he's, I don't know, like 45 and he's got two kids and his wife. And so it's about his wife dealing uh, with the grief of losing her husband. And it's got, it's got its sad moments and they're, um, they're going through that. But then there's a character in there that's pretty, she's just like off her rocker, not all there, like not all the marbles are up in there. Um, I don't want to give away what happens, but it's fun and definitely at the end you're like it leaves you kind of on a cliffhanger so i'll just say that there's only season one yeah dang cassie's movie review no it's not (laughs) um okay is it a something that would interest me in austin or is it more of like a chick flick uh i don't know if austin was watching it off and on he says no (laughs) chick flick all right got it yes got it um is that the only show you've been watching and then no i watched another (laughs) one season season one um it's called you me and just y-o-u also on netflix and it was um it's about a guy who's he's a stalker and some crazy shit goes down in there and i'll just say you know it makes you kind of wonder who can see into your house i did see that it's been out for a little bit right i think so yeah i did see that and i think people were always we're talking about it as like a good it's a good movie it's a show but yeah you know what i mean Um, (laughs) so yeah he's just he's crazy it's one of those where he's like he stalks her for a while and then he inserts himself in her life and some crazy shit goes down some moidas it's great okay they're filming season two so i would definitely jump on the train for that one and you watch both these seasons in two days no probably like three i was gonna say dang cassie's gone cassie's out of school for one week and just <laughs> back to her bumming bumming around days what it's summertime ever it's summertime okay uh speaking of netflix really quickly uh we did make the decision once Hopefully this house goes through that we're not going to have cable. We're going to follow the Austin model and stream. Mm-hmm. So we just need good internet. But yeah. side note. Um, Austin, what about your movie review? So we went and watched Detective Pikachu uh, last week or when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Did it take you back? Yeah. Have you not seen it? No, I've not seen it. Okay. I'll spoil it everything. Um, of course you will. <laughs> the intro, like the intro credits, is really cool. Like, uh, again, okay, I won't spoil anything. Is it? Is it not? Re- I, wait, I, I think I did see the movie. It was an hour and forty minutes of him just dancing, right? Yes, that is true. <laughs> Go on. Um, it had a budget of one hundred and fifty because there was one hundred and fifty original Pokemon. Oh, okay. Um, the intro credits are really cool. It starts off. Uh, it gives you like it gives you tastes. It gives you like a few tastes of like what the world we know a Pokemon to be, of going out there, catching them, battling. Um, and then it switches to they they mainly stay in Rhyme City, which is a city that was designed so that Pokemon and humans can live together and not battle. Um, but especially the story of this kid, his um, his dad is killed and his pokemon the pikachu he can understand him for some reason ryan reynolds voice 
Um, the story is what it is. There's not like a lot there to the story, but it does give you it does give you a lot of cool Easter eggs and hints and nods to the games, the cartoon, all the stuff, all the way back to Gen One. And so in that like respect, it's really cool. Um, but I mean, I thought it was a good movie. The acting, everyone's okay. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is awesome. Everyone else is okay. Um, I give it a seven out of ten because for a weird again detective pikachu movie i think it did good it's not really like a adult movie it's really game, like geared towards kids but it does have some like funny parts and some funny jokes because it's ryan reynolds and i thought it was great i will the one spoiler i will give cuz i mean i don't think anyone really cares uh the squirrel squad is seen and oh. i was very happy about that what where they don't make reference to i mean they don't. They're not wearing their sunglasses, but you you know it's them. You know what's up. That's pretty. That's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I think the the characters looked really. They were well done. The Pokemon. They looked. They looked good. It didn't look too. Like, too realistic. I don't know. It, it was. They did a great job on him. Yeah, they did a good job of like this is what Pokemon would be doing in the real world if we had them. Right. So Rhyme so. City is the place where they could coexist, but everywhere else in the world, it's like uh, Ash Ketchum badges, I'm yeah. sure. And Oh, that's pretty cool. I do want to see it. Uh, I don't think Jess has any interest in seeing it. I think she would, but uh, I'm not rushing to the theater to see this also, like Endgame or anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good. I, I Again, we watched it with AMC, A-list stubs. What's up? Um, <laughs> Throw some money. <laughs> it was good. I, I I do think I've been hearing like this is kind of like the stepping part, the stepping stone to other movies, because in its first week it almost beat out Avengers. Really? That same that same week, like Avengers this weekend made like sixty something million dollars in the United States, and Detective Pikachu made like fifty eight million. So like it was right behind it, you know. Wow. Uh, I mean, which I mean, you would expect it to do well. Like this movie is gonna draw kids in. It's gonna draw people our age in. You know. Um, and it's good. It's a, it's a good movie. There, uh, it's Detective Pikachu, so it's it's not gonna be, you know, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. We're not we're not doing that. But you can see hints of it being there. Like it's a real world that they're building out. Um, and then it, yeah, so the movie. I mean, the movie just got me more excited for Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield coming out at the end of the year for Switch. I can't wait. Which one are you gonna like? Buy? I forgot. I forgot about it. <laughs> you gonna buy Sword or Shield? Sword is what I'm going with right now. I don't know. I might change my <laughs> mind, but don't hold me to it. Okay. Yeah, but it was good. It was it was a good uh, good movie. We'll hopefully go see uh, John Wick this week. Uh, I wonder if Fortnite is doing a John Wick crossover or something like they did with oh, Endgame. Nice. Uh-huh. They put his house. His house is a location on the map, and nice. there's a section of the house where you, where it's not marked, but you can break it, and there's like three treasure chests on the underneath where he breaks his stuff. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of thinking that, like, you know, why would his house be there? But I don't know. We'll see. I haven't heard anything else about it. You become John Wick. Well, there's a there's a there's a character. It's called, I think it's called the Reaper, and that's the name the Fortnite gave it. But it's dressed like John Wick. It's his beard, his hair, black uh, tuxedo looking suit. Mm-hmm. Everyone called him John Wick. It's not that's not the name they gave him, but it's like a, it resembles him very much. Right. But anyway, they're gonna make them OP. Yeah, 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out to see that movie, uh, De- Detective Pikachu. I, uh, I I use a website to watch some movies sometimes that are out, and if it goes on there, I for sure watch it. I mean, it's one of those movies like you could wait till it goes on Netflix or not if you, you have know, like not if you're Redbox. not if you have kids though. Did you see Shazam? Shazam's on this website. I did not see Shazam. I I really didn't have too much interest in it. Please stop showing us your illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, with the movie pass, what is it called? AMC list. Stubs. Club member stubs. We might as well get our money's worth. So I don't know if we'll see like any other type of movie. But, you know, Pokemon, John Wick, might as well. I mean, we have a good slate coming up. Yeah, for the summer, but it, we—I mean, I think we were at our lull there for a little bit. We were. I will agree with you there, but like we have John Wick coming out, and then we have Aladdin, mm. and then we have—let oh, me see—I have it here. Only if I can sing. Uh, Godzilla. You mean Ray? Have to go watch Man. that one. Yeah, Rocket Man. We'll come. We'll come watch it, and then we'll go to your new house. Okay. Uh, then we have Dark Phoenix coming up. I do want to see that. Yeah, and then Men in Black International. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Uh, Shaft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toy Story 4, Child's Play. I mean, this is all in the summer still. <laughs> Toy Story 4's name of the Toy Story 4 is Child's Play? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man? Yes. yes, it is. Oh, yeah, you're going to be busy the next couple months. Lion yeah. King? I mean, th- and that's... And the great, that, the great thing about the thing is that we could... Reserve our seats ahead of time. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned for all those movie reviews Austin just named. Yeah, babe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll go Austin, those. I can do it. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear your gripe, though. Ooh. Ooh. Now let's get ready for J. Mike's gripes. Yikes! <laughs> okay. It's been a while. Okay, here we go. This one uh, is related to... I, I I mean it's I guess it's related to the work environment, but I have here people who are nosy for no reason and try to act nonchalant, but you wow. know their intention is to get up all up in your business. Mm-hmm. This feels like it's a direct attack towards somebody. But go on, I'm gonna let you laugh. So I, ho- I hope they don't listen, <laughs> and I mean that if you do listen, I uh I mean this with <laughs> mind all your the business. <laughs> mind your mother effing business. I mean this with all the com- uh, it's not, get out my face. I'm not serious. I'm not serious. This is not a serious podcast. I'm not angry, so we'll just go from there. Okay, here we go. So I have a, I had a day off yesterday. It was unexpected, but I took a day off, uh, you know, for whatever, house and stuff, the house inspection and whatnot. And uh, uh-huh. there's somebody at work who always is wanting to know, like, they want to know what's happening and be involved in why, you know, that curiosity And so this person texted me saying, I assume, didn't even say anything about like, you you know, whatever. And they're like, hold on, I'm trying to like say this without sounding mad. No, I love it. I love it because you're such a (laughs) liar. They were asking, the the first text I got when I woke up, it said, so I guess you're taking care of house stuff today? Question mark. Like. Can I ask a question? Is it your boss? No, no, no. It's none of their business. <laughs> Go ahead. So I read it and purposely deleted it so I didn't have a, tempt, a, a temptation to text back. <laughs> oh. 
Wow. And then that the day went on, and then probably in the afternoon, I get another text from this person, just question marks, three question marks. What? And I deleted it again because at that point, I typed something really mean out. Like, <gasps> I was going to say, like, dude, I'll be there tomorrow. Like, that's it type of thing. So it's a guy. All right. <laughs> uh, and then finally, later on, after the inspection, I text it back. I just put, yeah. Like, I answered this person's question from 7 a.m. And, th- and that was it. That's That's one example. Like, mind your business. Like. You know, like, you don't need to know what's happening. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't have anyone at work that does that, though. But would that annoy you? Yeah. It, it depends on the person, don't you think? No, it doesn't. Because, no, I'll just, I'll just say this. No, it doesn't. Oh. In, my, in my experience, no, it doesn't. I try not to pry, you know, like, how was your weekend? You know, what did y'all See, do? See, that's harmless. Whatever. This, is, um, this has the intention, the underlying intention to just be nosy to just be in the know like to just for themselves you know they don't care about my house as how i feel and i mean that you know, very very com, com i don't mean that seriously at all if you're listening <laughs> yes he does go on um you know i did have like a similar situation where we had a coworker who was out and we just had a random question for the coworker, and i was like oh we'll just text her and so we text and she responded and she added on like several other things of like stuff that was going on in her life of why she was out. And at that moment, like I wasn't trying to, we weren't trying to figure out any, like why she was out or why she wasn't there. We just had a question. But when she said all that, I can see like maybe your coworker going further, but we were just like, okay, you know, do whatever you have to do. Like, right, like we ju- we you, literally you just had the one question that. for you. Yeah, you didn't have to tell. Yeah, us yeah, that. <clears throat> yeah. But I can see like where your coworker would be like looking for that information. Um, yeah. But like I said, luckily, like I really don't work with anyone that does that. So, but I can see how that would be annoying. It's just like <sighs> for them. I I get it if you ask. You know, if somebody harmlessly is like, "Oh man." So-and-so's not here. I'm going to text him real quick. You know, and then it also, I, again, I think it depends, like, how close you are. I'm guessing you're not as close to this person as, just like, let's say Jessica and Erica are. You know what I mean? Um, but for them to keep texting you, that's kind of like, hmm. To send the question marks is the hmm part. Yes. The follow-up. Again, it's not the end of the world. It's just sometimes it rubs me the wrong way on the wrong day. No, I, I really think it depends on, like, the person, like, how long you've been working with them, how close you are to them. Um, I mean, you would be the one to know if it's actually coming from a sincere place or if they're just prying. Right. And then on the other side of that gripe, just really quickly. You couldn't come up with a better gripe? Jesus. No, no, no. People, the only people who listen to this, <laughs> you're griping about this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the other the other half of that, I was printing in some papers today for... Uh, for the home stuff, a lot of papers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they keep seeing me get up and they kind of look, they look back. They, they, I can see they're trying to see what I'm printing. <laughs> and what do you, what do you, print and I have my headphones on on purpose. So I don't have to mm-hmm. acknowledge them. And, mm-hmm. and this one time I had to print like a 25 page paper thing. Sure. And I get up without the headphones. They're like, what did they say? Like, that's a lot of paper right there. 
or something like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that. Like, they want to know what's happening. Like, they, it's like it's in their body to know and be involved. There's people like that. There are people like that, yes. They always but have I'm, to just again, be I, in the know. I'm glad I don't work with anyone like that. Um, what I, I rarely like my cook good. No, so I rarely ask people. I don't care. Do you? I mean, y'all know y'all know how I am. Yeah, and people listening, y'all know how I am. Like, I don't really. Yeah, I don't care. But if I do ask, <laughs> it's because I really am asking. Like, because I w- I want to know to make sure like you're okay or how's everything going or you know are you not still sick or you you feeling better? How's your baby? How's this and that? Like, I really am asking to ask. I w- I never ask people just to know. Like, that's not. If it doesn't affect me, it's really hard for it to, it to be on my radar to begin with. But when I do ask, it's because I am genuinely asking, how's it going? How are you doing? How's so-and-so? Everything all right? You know. Yeah. That's it. You know, my, yeah, Austin, mind your business. Austin's, uh, Austin's hard to reach into the feelers part. I'll ask him follow-up questions. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, why wouldn't you ask that? <laughs> he's like, I, I didn't ask that. <laughs> There's been like, several conversations he, where John I and I have been texting and I'll tell Cassie something and she'll ask a follow-up question and I'm like, well, I don't know. And she's like, well, <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't know? Something real simple. I don't even, I can't I even know. think of an example. Because there's only been one, probably one instance. No, no, no. Just like they have, I don't know. I don't, I can't even think of an example, but it's like something that you would think the follow-up came with it. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I didn't ask. I'm like, you're talking about it. How do you not ask this? But other than like other times where people are like, I'm not going to say pouring their heart out to Austin, but he just will be like, oh, sorry about like he won't follow up question. Nothing like try to comfort anybody. Yeah. He's just like, oh, okay, well, cool. I do. I do comfort people. It's you're not supposed it to ask. Prank, you're not supposed to ask prying questions to begin with. That's what I'm saying. No. But if somebody wants to talk, you could tell when somebody wants to talk about it. Everyone always seems like they want to talk to me about something. <laughs> that's my that's my mutant ability. That's your cross. Everyone to bear. always seems everyone always seems like they want to talk to me about something. It's hard to discern you know. <laughs> you just have one of those from one of those I don't know. <clears throat> you draw people in somehow. I guess. Right. That was it. Mind your business is the moral of the story. <laughs> and then to moving on to the last thing here. We have another fun, what do you want to call it? Roulette. Austin's Art, roulette. article roulette. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We're still working on your name. Anyway, so you have a list of articles. You have a list of articles. Uh, I'm sorry, a number of articles for us that we get to choose from just mm-hmm. from listening to the title of the article. Mm-hmm. And you'll talk to us about it. All right. Okay. I have, I have seven articles here. Okay. Ah. All right. Here we go. First one, Amazon offers to help employees start delivery business. They're basically tell them, telling them to quit their job. Next one, 12-year-old boy will juggle college and elementary school. Ooh. Next one, alleged Russian spy whale is refusing to leave and is seeking Norwegian's attention. Next one, German police seeking a 1980s Ferrari after test drive theft. <laughs> Disney takes control over Hulu and new deal with Comcast. And I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And Texan accent voted sexiest in the nation. Ew. Oh man, Cassie, what are you feeling? 
so I would go Amazon, the little boy in college and elementary, and little boy or or Texas sexiest accent. I vote for the guy who's juggling whatever else he's juggling. College in junior high. All right, that's the boringest one. But all right. <laughs> really? Okay, that's a good one then. Why do you give a sucky option? Okay, I want it the well number two. <laughs> no, I mean, it is whatever. I can say whichever one. Russian spice. Go ahead. Yeah, do the well. It's not. The Russians are listening. Go. Uh, well. What kind of well Get is it? Get it well. Beluga. Uh, Obviously. Obviously. Obvious choice. Yeah. So the byline is a beluga well found in Norway on April 26th with a tight harness that appears to be Russian made has prompted fears that the animal may be a Russian spy whale. <laughs> so basically it's these two Norwegian uh, fishermen found this whale that kept bobbing up and had a harness like around its head. And now the whale who beluga whales are normally not like, not, not that they're not friendly, but they, they're not going to hang around people that often continues to pop up with these people and they keep it keeps like looking for their attention so like i said an alleged russian spy well is refusing to leave a norwegian port city in what appears to be a high profile defection after a week of global attention on the unnamed well it goes on to say can i change my pick (laughs) no no no. that's that's interesting so the whale was first spotted by norwegian fishermen last week when they noticed that it persistently harassed their boats, the fishermen subsequently spotted a strange harness wrapped around its body. And the inscription on the harness read Equipment St. Petersburg, which is in Russia, obviously. Uh, right now, Norwegian officials currently have all that harness in their possession. <clears throat> they say, quote, We must admit that examining technical equipment attached to wells is not a daily occurrence for us. It is unclear if we will find anything. <laughs> so it's just a harness? It's, yeah. It's, there's no, there's nothing mechanical or electronic on it? No. So, but there probably was. So maybe he dropped something in the ocean? Yes. Like a, so, yeah. a sonar or something? I don't know. Nuclear warhead? Uh-huh. <laughs> on, the back, on the back of his... As he's swimming? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. They did say, quote... The well is not a suspect in our investigation for now. <laughs> so they told the well not to skip town. They took its passport. So is he still in the ocean or where is he? Is he in an Yeah. <laughs> they just have him harnessed. They captured him. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not uh, going nowhere. You're not telling anybody anything. What do you know? He's seen too much. Can't let him go. They have to get an interpreter, a Russian whale speaking person uh but again going to the part that russia could be spying it's not out of the ordinary they say like in this area there's been mysterious submarines unidentified jets um and just strange troop movements from russia so huh they might ask us the u.s for help in this matter i just don't see why they need to use those poor animals i mean again this is not out of the ordinary the u.s navy uses Dolphins and sea lions in our navy. So why? That's they cool. use them mainly to like locate mines. Oh shit! Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because dolphins, you know, they have the sonar. 
echolocation. So <laughs> in sea lions because they're expendable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see that, but to spy like that's weird. He was just wearing a. He's just probably test testing out a new harness for the latest beluga whale. But I wonder if he was trained to stay in that spot and like listen or record. Probably. They're they're gonna try to evacuate the beluga whale because they can tell that it's been trained by humans. Obviously, they came from this Russian, you know, spy sparrow place. Red sparrow. Mm-hmm. Red, Red sparrow. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Horrible mm-hmm. movie. Um, they're gonna try to like get it out of the water and like you know take it to an actual question habitat <laughs> yeah question it are they going to add it back to russia because uh question they know that it's been they know it's been kept by humans so like it, it can't survive in the wild so they're just going to try to keep it yeah so that's it so he really is not going to tell anybody cuz they're going to remove him from the situation <laughs> they're going to take yes. care of the situation yes. Uh huh. What if this starts like the next war over the beluga whale? What if they want their beluga whale back? What if it's just a whale's fucking with us? <laughs> he strapped it onto himself. They're, and they're we're trying like, to start. They're this. trying to start some shit. Mm-hmm. What if? What if? <laughs> it was no. What if? It was Jason Momoa, who's starting all this for Atlantis. Mm. This is the first sign of them coming up from the sea. What if this is a Aquaman Part Two tie-in that we're a, an elaborate tie-in, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is, right? That movie made a billion dollars. Why not? <laughs> Let's train a beluga whale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They got enough money to throw around, you know? Those poor animals. All right, all right, all right. On that note of a beluga whale being used that way, well, we're gonna end it right here, unless you. So, can you tell me the story of the little boy? All these. All these articles get deleted afterwards, so you'll never hear from them again. <laughs> That's the one you chose. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. We're done here. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on our social media sites. We are at Third Life Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow us to see exactly how we are surviving our third life crisis. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you may be listening. Again, to find us, just search 3RD Life Podcast or head over to our website at www.3rdlifepodcast.com to find links to everything I just mentioned and past episodes. Be sure to follow us on our individual Twitter accounts at jmike2689, at castle underscore cassie, and at the Austin Luna. All right, guys. Over under. This gets put out by Monday. <laughs> over under. Over. It depends when John sends the recording. I'll send it before Monday. All right. Thanks for hanging out this week. We will see you guys (laughs) next week. Get ready for a Cassie's Challenge next week. Take care. Bye, guys. Later. Can you believe him just calling us out like that? Like, hey, how's the diet going, fat asses? And I was like, (laughs) how dare you? He didn't care.